0: You're about to listen to the IC News Podcast. We release new episodes each and every Saturday. If you're enjoying the show, please take a second to leave us a rating and a review on whichever platform you're listening on. It really helps us out, and your support means the podcast can reach a wider audience. Stay safe. Stay home. Wash your hands and enjoy the show.
1: You're listening to the IC News Emergency Broadcast System. Stay safe, and stay at home.
2: After spending three nights in intensive care, Boris Johnson is moved back to a regular ward. We'd like to show you a photo of the Prime Minister in hospital, but you'd probably just take our phone off us and put it in your pocket. As Britain prepares to enter its fourth week in lockdown, children with neighbours who hate them up and down the country begin to wonder if they will ever get their balls back. The Home Secretary Pretty Patel is awarded the World Hide and Seek Record, with literally any Tory who's available accepting the award on her behalf. And finally, Lady Gaga announces she is curating a TV concert to thank healthcare workers around the globe for all they've done throughout the crisis, presumably in an attempt to make up for all the infections she caused through people following her advice to poke her face. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the IC News Emergency Broadcast System. We're a bit like your ex-wife two years after you split up. Leaner, hotter, and almost definitely fucking that tennis coach you always suspected was a bit handsy. Lockdown continues to affect every aspect of life in Britain here on Earth Prime, including our own ability to bring you the stories from the multiverse of possibilities that exist all around us. We'd love to plunge headlong through the dimensional gate, carrying our pilgrim's blanket of infectious journalism to the natives, but the rules tell us we can't. For now, we'll content ourselves, and entertain you, with the horrifying maelstrom of news currently rocking the boat of our own reality. The rusty wheels of British politics continue to creak and grind against each other, even with the backdrop of a global pandemic. This week, Keir Starmer and Angela Rayner were duly elected as the new head honchos of Britain's opposition. Unfortunately, here at the network, the lockdown has meant that we're unable to get as many reporters as we'd like out into the field. On top of that, the financial pressure of a stalled economy has forced us to sell some of our reporting slots to other outlets. For the latest on the new leader of the Labour Party, we now go to this report from... Rupert Murdoch and the News Corp Group. Fuck, really?
3: Keir Starmer, you might have heard of him. He's the dashing, diligent, principled, meticulous new leader of the Labour Party. He's been touted as a future Prime Minister for years now, but how much do you really know about him? And are your children and your dogs truly safe from him? By the sun. Keir Starmer claims to be a socialist, but he's got a knighthood. By the sun. He claims to be from a working-class background, but he's a millionaire now and those people aren't supposed to succeed in life.
0: By the sun.
3: He claims he can unite the different factions in labour, but we heard he personally kicked Barry Gardner in the bollocks before he fired him.
0: All the times we don't mind.
3: Keir Starmer is not to be trusted.
1: Just buy our papers,
3: buy them, buy them. Keir Starmer was a human rights lawyer before he got into politics. Answer is this. What have human rights ever done for you? Human rights stifle free market creativity and shackle businesses. Human rights mean you have to pay millions in court settlements when you hack people's phones. Human rights are the hateful umbrella that stop all that glorious money that should be trickling down straight into your pocket from an unfettered free market. Do you hate money? Do you hate it that much? Do you hate yourself? Keir Starmer then became Director of Public Prosecutions. Think he spent years going after criminals, protecting you and your family, and your dogs? Think again. We spoke to an anonymous source who told us that during his entire tenure at the DPP, Starmer didn't prosecute a single criminal for fucking dogs. What? I never said that. Also, I don't exist. Yes, he did. Do you really think a man who thinks dog-fucking isn't worth prosecuting should be leader of the opposition? Look at your dog. Look at it. Keir Starmer thinks evil men should be allowed to roam free, fucking your dog at will. This is the world he wants. A soft left, namby-pamby paper socialist world where profit is illegal and dogs get fucked. Here in the sun we'd never fuck your dog. Keir Starmer then became a Labour politician, and you hate them, remember? You hate them because we told you to, and you hate them because they want to tax the wages you'll never earn in order to help people you'll never meet. By the You like our politicians, remember? The ones who clap for our brave key workers? Who you like now because we've told you to, despite the fact that we told you to hate them a few months ago. Our politicians are the ones who like Brexit. By the sun. Oh yeah, remember Brexit? Keir Starmer hates Brexit. By the sun. You love Brexit and he wanted to take it away from you. He wanted to take it away and he wanted to let a Polish immigrant fuck your dog. Here in the sun we'd never fuck your dog. Remember Jeremy Corbyn? You hated Corbyn. You hated him because we told you to. Keir Starmer didn't like him much either. Think the enemy of your enemy is your friend? WRONG! The enemy of your enemy is your enemy if we tell you they're your enemy. We're inconsistent. Keir Starmer is probably your enemy. Maybe. We haven't actually made our minds up yet. It's fucking confusing when the Tories have had to swing left and he might actually be the best bet to keep the neoliberal agenda that keeps our businesses afloat going. Look, it's complicated, all right. Keir Starmer might be all right by us. If it turns out he's offering the right sort of centrist wank to stamp out the prospect of meaningful social and economic reform, then we might change our minds about him. Tony Blair was all right, remember? We're allowed because you're too stupid to think for yourselves. You know that. That's why you buy the sun.
1: We gave up on Liverpool a while ago.
3: For now, Keir Starmer put a pin in it. But remember, he may or may not want to see your dog get fucked. If he does, we'll remind you loudly and repeatedly. Or oh, this could all be a lie. Who knows? That's the News Corp way. Go to sleep now. You're feeling very sleepy. Very sleepy. Buy our papers. Buy them.
2: News Corp there, getting increasingly desperate as their tabloid ranks continue to lose money hand over fist. You couldn't find a violin small enough with an electron microscope. Of course, that's not to say that society itself isn't perfectly capable of finding a way to tear people apart on its own, even without the media influence of a desiccated ancient Australian hate mummy. The coronavirus pandemic and resultant government-mandated social isolation has raised tensions and anxieties the world over, with both mainstream and social media now flooded with furious condemnation of perceived lockdown violations. This indignation kicked into high gear over the weekend. A spring seemed to well and truly arrive on Britain's shores. In a horrifying new world where every curtain-twitching Avon lady and bin etiquette-obsessed stepfather on your street has taken it upon themselves to become a member of the viral Stasi, Alison June Smith is asking the big questions, like where should we actually be directing our outrage?
1: Thanks, Sam. It's been another bizarre week here in lockdown Britain with the vast majority of people now sheltering in place and doing all they can to prevent the spread of coronavirus. In a typical display of good old-fashioned British sarcasm, the weather has turned, and after months on end of pissing it down constantly, the sun has finally appeared. It's a cruel irony that we've endured a wet and shitty winter, only to find ourselves trapped indoors at the end of it. Summer is shaping up to be like the last series of Game of Thrones. Disappointing as fuck after a long build-up, with the Lannisters dying because they assumed they knew better than everyone else and did something stupid. You'll have heard the stories on the news about parks closing and the police slapping fines on idiots who have taken the warm weather as an excuse to ignore the social distancing guidelines. If you're taking a barbecue to the beach you're a dumbass. And if you're deliberately choosing to put other people at risk, you're selfish and irresponsible. All of that's true, but at the same time, we need to remember that not everybody enjoys the same lockdown privileges as someone else. If you have a garden or even a balcony, your isolation is going to be a lot easier to endure than it is for millions of people crowded into cramped and inadequate accommodation. All you've got to do is watch TV. You should be using this time to better yourself. You should do yoga or, or learn a different language. <gasps> Launch an Etsy shop selling penguins you felted out of cat hair. If you don't come out of this with a new skill, you've betrayed the sacrifices of everyone still working. And if you go outside, you're a traitor. At a time of desperate financial uncertainty, the mental health of a nation is at genuine risk. Domestic violence incidents are rising as those in danger find themselves confined to a pressure cooker of risks. None of this is the fault of the few assholes who can't do what they've been asked when they're heading out to the beach or park. The reality is that most of us are doing all that we can to follow the guidelines that are in place to protect us. Most of us are just trying to muddle through a deeply traumatic time and don't have the mental headspace to better ourselves, the way that we're being preached at. If you've been out, you'll almost definitely have seen people doing all they can to maintain a safe distance, whether it's in shops or in the parks. It should worry everyone that at a time when we're all doing so much to look out for each other, there's a narrative forming. And it's us, the people, who will have nobody but ourselves to blame if this crisis spirals out of control. It wasn't the dumbass with the barbecue who was warned by the WHO that this pandemic was coming and chose not to prepare. It wasn't the joggers in the park who stopped to catch their breath, who stuck with their petty objection to working with the EU when we had the chance to buy ventilators as a large collective. And it wasn't the frightened single parent who failed to keep her frustrated toddler a safe distance away in the supermarket, who pushed for the concept of herd immunity before backtracking and pretending it was never a policy. We all need to get through this together, and at the end of it, we need a proper public inquiry into how all this was handled. Not from the bottom, where we're all just muddling through, but from the top, where the messaging has been unclear and the methods have been questionable. If we're too busy focusing our anger on the few morons who can't do what they've been told, we risk losing sight of what's important. We are the people. And we're doing all we can. We'll keep each other safe and lift each other up. And we should avoid the poisonous attempts to set us against each other. Unless you're the lady making the cat hair penguins, that's fucking weird, dude. Nobody wants that. I'm Allison June Smith, reporting for IC News.
2: Now, social media and the information age don't just provide a scathingly furious echo chamber for airing our frustrations with each other. They also enable the dangerous messaging of fringe lunatics who take it upon themselves to push conspiracy theory and exploit the fears of a terrified populace. This week, David Icke was once again brutally censored by being plastered all over the news with his latest sermon of scientifically inaccurate bollocks. Now that we're all utterly flooded with information, it's startlingly easy to convince ourselves that we're the only ones with our head above the water, even as we drown in a double lungful of total bullshit. It's now a depressing inevitability that your social media network, whichever one you choose to sell your soul to, will be compromised by discussions between morons that quite often read like a fight kicking off at the Dunning-Kruger wedding. Cold scientific expertise loses the argument to passionate ignorance with awesome and terrifying regularity. For those convinced of their intellectual superiority, it's somehow more reassuring to believe that we're all being systematically murdered by a competent and malevolent global network of the Illuminati. The possibility that, just maybe, it's the multi-millionaire former football commentator you're sending all your money to that's exploiting you instead just doesn't occur to them. Of course, if we're talking conspiracy theory, there's only one man in the team we can realistically turn to, our own internet sleuth and certified moron Danny Suckliff.
4: Thanks, Sam. It's good to be back where I belong, exposing the rotten truth at the heart of the deep state's lies. If you've been keeping your ear close to the ground like I have, you'll have already heard about the latest ploy to poison all of us, which is why I'm currently halfway up a 5G mast with a set of bolt cutters. Ooh, fucking hell, it's a bit sketchy up here. Hold that ladder tight, will you?
3: Don't worry, I will.
2: Who was that? Danny, have you got someone with you?
4: Of course I have. You can't take down the government without backup. Any good rebellion knows that. That's why I've nabbed one of the Rob Mulhollands we had in
2: storage. I'm just happy to be here. Danny, we're supposed to be following social distancing. You can't just grab a Rob Mulholland whenever you want one. They're expensive. I'm 30 feet up a pile on you, soft swat. He's not going to cough on me from
4: down there, is he? Hang on a sec. There we go. Besides, I grabbed one of the simple ones. This Rob is from Earth Beta Deep Throat Snopes 13. Everyone there's thick as shit and completely gullible.
2: I heard the royal family had Steve Jobs murdered.
4: See? He's a fucking idiot. Everyone knows that was the Freemasons. Please don't tell me you've actually bought into this bollocks about 5G causing the symptoms of coronavirus. Honestly, mate, I hadn't. But then Michael Gove said it was dangerous nonsense. If we've learned one thing over the last decade, it's that you can't trust a fucking word he says. Well, that's actually a fair point. How am I meant to believe a bloke who looks like an Axel Scheffler drawing of an Axelotl? So, I started looking into it, and you know what? It's better to be safe than sorry, isn't it? And there's another one. You all right down there,
2: Rob? I heard they put fluoride in the water to turn us
4: all gay. Oh, bless
2: him. He's so bloody naive. It's ecstasy that does that. Well, you said it's better to be safe than sorry, Danny, so answer me this. What's safe about breaking lockdown to climb a pylon and sabotage a 5G transmitter? Community spirit,
4: my mate. I'm just looking out for me fellow man. Plus, there's a load of copper in these things. This coronavirus, it's all a hoax. Did you know there's a 5G mast on the new £20 note? You mean the one that looks exactly like Margate Lighthouse? They would say that, wouldn't they? It's genius, really. Changing the picture of a 5G mast so it doesn't actually look like a 5G mast. I bet they thought we'd never suspect a thing. Nearly there now. Hold on, Rob.
0: Did you know Prince Andrew's
2: actually innocent? <laughs>
4: Fucking hell, now I've heard everything Jesus, he really will believe anything, won't he? I told you Honestly, the earth he's from is amazing Alex Jones is president and everyone lives in an Anderson shelter Honestly,
2: it's true, I heard he's being framed by Pizza Express
4: One sec, I'm going to cut this bastard free now Hold on, Rob Oh, fuck, Look out Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear.
2: Danny, what's just happened? Proof,
4: mate. Conclusive proof that 5G masks can definitely kill at least one person if you drop a big chunk of one of them on them from a great height. (laughs) Prince Andrew's innocent. Fuck me. Sleep tight, my poor sweet summer child. I'm Danny Sutcliffe. A bit confused about how the fuck he's going to get down now reporting for IC News.
2: Danny's report brings us to the end of our scheduled broadcast. We leave you now with the stories you may have missed. The sitcom Modern Family has ended after its 11th series, with the show's creators claiming that its depiction of a man in his 70s being tolerant of gays and latino women is no longer a believable representation of American life. With Easter approaching, the Pope writes to Jesus Christ to tell him he can only rise again if he maintains a safe distance and washes the holes in his hands. The UK's deputy medical officer refuses to answer questions about his middle name, following speculation that he may in fact be Jean-Claude Van Tam. And finally, Jared Kushner steps up to lead America's coronavirus response, adding to his already significant responsibility of letting the President sniff his penis whenever he wants to. You've been listening to the IC News Emergency Broadcast System. Thank you and goodbye.
0: You've just been listening to the IC News Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please take a second to leave us a rating and a review on whichever platform you're listening on. Also, tell your friends about us, share the link around, And spread the word. We'd love for more people to hear the show, and you'd really be helping us out. Every episode of IC News is written and produced by Sam Gore. In this episode, you heard Sam Gore, Alice, and June Smith, Tom King, Rob Mulholland, and Danny Sutcliffe. You also heard a sample of Epic Destructive Blockbuster trailer by Rafael Cruz and Halloween theme one by Alexander Nakarada. Full credit for their use, as well as for any sound effects used under the attribution license, are given in the podcast description. The main I See You theme is written and performed by Eddie French and the graphic design is by Chumchi.com. We'll be back with a new episode next Saturday at 8am. We hope you'll join us. Stay safe and see you soon.